Thanks for listening to Yes Another Podcast. I'm Carlos, and as always, you can email us at yesanotherpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on social media, on Twitter at Yes Another Pod, and on IG, Yes Another Podcast. Well, we finally reached the final episode of season four of Yap. In the room with us is Darius. What's going on? What up, y'all? What's going on with you? I can't, you know, oh, there's a, a lot going on with me. For one, there's a huge spider outside my door. Oh, no. Like, no, I, when I say huge, it's a, it's a abnormally big spider. Anybody that knows me knows I hate insects. So I'm, I'm already, my skin's crawling just hearing you say that. It's not a small spider. It's like, I'm not sure how like the anatomy of a spider um, operates, but the back of it, I guess you want to say the, the butt of the spider is huge. It's like the size of a walnut. So it's a big freaking spider. And so I mean, last night when I came outside on my deck, I saw this massive web like across my entire, um, my entire deck. And so I'd like try to wipe it away, brush it away. And I see the corporate, the spider, looking at me, pissed off. And then it, it crawls back up in this little crack. And like up on like, you know, I live, up, uh, I live under somebody. So like the little wooden yeah. crack or whatever. And so uh, when I went to the store this evening and came back here, I saw him, you know, being menacing again. And he, he went down to start his little web. And then when he saw me, he went all the way back up again. So <clears throat> this is going to be a uh, on going battle maybe he wants to be your pet i don't i don't and look in look here uh-uh and let me tell you i don't want to be spider-man neither so i uh, you know i you know because that thing let me tell you when i say that that thing looks weird is like if i get bit by that bad boy i'm probably gonna be craw- like crawling on the walls literally if that thing bites you you're gonna fail it yeah, gonna yes fail. yes no it's, it's it's freaking big i i definitely had a list of spider-man jokes but i'll just leave it alone <laughs> Breaker, what's going on? Ain't much, man. Same shit, different toilet, brother. <laughs> Speaking of shit, hey, that may be that may be a topic. Oh, no. <laughs> shout out, shout out. Did you, to, uh, did you have out, to start that way? Shout out to Odell Beckham <laughs> Jr. <laughs> but uh, uh, Breaker, where can they follow you at? Uh, Breaker, Breaker one nine on Instagram. Yes, sir. Let's get those followers up. And that's it. And that's it. <laughs> Darius, where can uh, they follow I- you at? I can be followed at the underscore game 836 on Twitter, on Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube, which uh, I'm, I'm, I'm busy right now with, at least you'll see on my YouTube and my, my Twitch and my Twitter, I'm busy with a lot of Madden stuff. You know, we kicking, it's Madden season, kicking yeah. up the, kicking up the Madden league again, my sixth year in a row being the uh, commissioner of Madden league. So if you, if you follow me on Twitter, you're going to see a lot of me retweeting Madden shit. <laughs> you know, um, I saw that EA is actually, they were like, we are proud to welcome back Colin Kaepernick to Madden 2021. I was like, you're not doing anything special with this. He should have been gone in the first place. It's it's really kind of weird how they did this. Today they released the update, the day they were recording this, they released the update to the game, you know, fixed bunch of like bugs and, and glitches and stuff like that. And yeah, and then they, like at the end, they threw in, hey, we're bringing back Colin Kaepernick. And there was this long statement that they put on their Twitter and their all their other social media platforms um, about uh, basically 
you know, believing in his cause, which is weird because the whole reason they removed him was the opposite of that. You know, it's, it's, it's really weird vibes. It feels like they're doing kind of a save face kind of move, especially with all the heat that EA is catching for the quality of this year's Madden game, which has been in question. Uh, those who follow Madden at all have probably seen a lot of trending hashtags like uh, EA or NFL drop EA and uh, <laughs> fix franchise mode and things of that sort. There's been a lot of trending hashtags over the last few weeks uh, just in regards to the quality of this year's Madden. So this, this kind of seems like a safe face move. I just don't, I don't know. It, it just, it's got weird vibes to me. Um, I saw the video <laughs> again. I was just like, I kind of rolled my eyes. I'm like, all right, y'all, first of all, I mean, I get like, you got to do it now because I mean, Madden wasn't ready when all this stuff was going on earlier in the summer, but it's like, all right, you're proud. To, you're proud to announce the return of Colin Kaepernick. Look, everybody knows I'm a Falcons fan, right? So when Vic went down for dog fighting, I understood why they took him out the game. You know, I mean, I was I mean, I, I didn't necessarily, I didn't love it. I, I hated the whole situation, to be honest, but I understood. And so when he came back in 2011, he had that, you know, that incredible season with the Eagles. Um, it was all, it was all, it was good. Like, all right, he came back. That made sense. He, you know, he had, look, whether you agree or not, he went to jail for what he did. All right. But Colin Kaepernick didn't do anything. He just, he just did a peaceful protest on the right. sideline. So like the fact that, you know, and you know, I still feel some type of way about the NFL, like especially now that now it's kind of trendy to be like BML, um, Black Lives Matter, and all that. It's like it's super trendy right now, which is kind of, you know, it. it I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about it at this point. <laughs> so like, I see EA doing something like this, and it's like, yeah, whatever. When when you had a chance to really be out there, uh, you didn't do anything. So yeah. Um, it's funny. It's really what's really funny was they showed a clip where um, Colin is like in a Bears uniform and he does like a, a quick scramble into the like the end zone for a touchdown. And so his celebration is he turns to the crowd and put up the black power fist. I was like, dude, get the crap on my on my timeline, man. I don't want to yeah, see this now. Stop, reaching, stop this. Stop the BS. It's, stop it's just it's so weird. It seems yeah. it seems unauthentic and really fake that they that they did it in this fashion, but. I don't know. I mean, regardless, <laughs> he's a, EA Sports is in the game, right? <laughs> I guess. I, Let me tell you, I really hope um, that somehow 2K can get a, a piece of this NFL deal and like make something happen because, yeah, it's 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 time for a change. I have zero interest of buying Madden. Um, I have zero interest in buying any sports game. Like I don't see the point of buying a sports game every every year. That's a waste of money to me. He's just getting a, a roster update. So, you know, that's kind of how I feel about that. Ideally, it shouldn't be like that, though. Ideally, you should be getting gameplay improvements and upgrades and things like that. But unfortunately, these sports games are cash cows now, yeah. with, especially with their their card collection modes and things like that. Ultimate Team, My Team, those things. It, they're they're it's it's easy cash grabs now. You know, you're you're selling the product based off of the the that logo being on the front of the box, the NBA logo, the MLB logo, the the NFL logo. It's it's on the front of the box, so the product is going to sell, and then you get all these microtransactions from these 
card collection games and modes and stuff like that. It's just, it's, it's sad. Sports games are in a sad state right now, for sure. The world is in a sad state. Uh, well, so that, that ain't a lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Darius, Um So, I'm not sure if you watched the game last night. The Kansas City uh, game. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. You know me. I like the I like the Texans. I mean, I just oh, like football in general. So, oh yeah, football. yeah, I forgot you but, like the Texans. Yeah, I like the Texans. I'm a Deshaun Watson guy. I had to see him fresh off his new contract. You know, I got. I had to. You no, know, I had to get my fantasy. Um, I'm the commissioner at my job for my fantasy league, and I, I honestly forgot that the season was going to start this week. So shame on you. Yeah, I, you know it's funny when we when the draft like started. Um, I typed in the group chat. Well, then the or like the lobby, the commissioner has entered the room and everybody started booing me, right? Everybody just started booing me. And then I sent out the gif of like Vince McMahon walking down the uh, the, uh, the ramp with his high stepping and like gyrating down the ramp or whatever. <laughs> so, it's, it's, <laughs> so yeah, I'm you know, I like to think of myself as, as a tyrant. It's a quality gif right there. Yeah, it's it never old. It, it works, it works very well. <laughs> But so like I didn't know the NFL season was starting, and it's like all right, I was you know everybody have had time to uh, make some type of statement opposed like and when it when it comes to social justice, you know every other league from like European soccer, uh, MLS, the NBA, NHL, they've all NASCAR, they all been been able to um, put something out there in the fight against racism and inequality. Right. But the NFL, honestly, they honestly didn't have an um, opportunity to do all that. So they're kind of late to the party, but they're actually starting on time. So last night, watching, um, seeing what they were going to do, I was kind of curious to see how they're going to handle it. But like they had this whole... Um, Introduction with Alicia Keys um, singing and it had all these different uh, civil rights videos in the background, which is like, all right, cool, I get what you're doing. Um, but when it came down to like, you know, the anthem, I thought there was a couple of interesting uh, takes from it because they, <laughs> they they did like, you know, the furry voice and sing, which is the Black National Anthem, uh, which believe it or not, a lot of people didn't. A lot of people don't know that's the Black National Anthem. A lot of people still, Black, black, White, whoever, there's still a lot of people don't know that LeFerry's voice and sing is the Black National Anthem. And so I saw, I saw like uh, Kansas City, they're out there locked in arms, and the Texans chose not to be out there. Right. And, so, and I was like, oh boy. <laughs> I said, oh boy, this is not how we want to start this season off. But they, they tend to turn out not to come out for the national anthem also, which personally I like, all right, I get, I get it. If you're going to stand for, if you're going to be out for one anthem, you're going to be out for all anthems, even though to be, to be perfectly honest, they could have been out there for both of them and it wouldn't have been, it would have been fine, but they chose to do it as a team and stick, you know, they, they chose it as a team. So you got to respect that. Mm-hmm. All anthems matter. Yeah. All, yes. All anthems matter. Right. One way or the other. Uh, <laughs> You know, Chloe, how, uh, Chloe and Haley, they did their they did the national anthem. They had um, Breonna Taylor's and um, George Floyd t-shirt on. 
and at the end of like the, at the end of um the national anthem they put the fists up and i was like i was it was it was interesting it was it was just interesting that's what i'll say do you, do you feel like do you feel like and i mean we haven't even got to the the most interesting part of it all but to this point do you feel like they did too much or do you feel like they were trying too hard is that is more so what i was looking for i feel like they were trying a little too hard okay i do feel like they had to really show that hey we're for we're for this also because we're for social justice also even though and we talked about it earlier on the show you know just like ea sports announcing that colin kaepernick is back in the game the NFL used Colin Kaepernick taking a knee in like one of the promos. One, I think, one I think Alicia Keys was like singing. Um, I I don't lift every voice to sing. I forget what song she was singing, but like they were showing all these different iconic uh, civil rights images, and Kaepernick's pictures pops up. And I was like, "How dare you use Kaepernick? Yeah, that's awkward. How dare you use Kaepernick's <laughs> image?" In this way, after you swore up and down, you know the what the way y'all treated Kaepernick. Now you're gonna use his image because it's trendy to be it's, on the right side of history. It's trendy to be for social justice, but when you had an opportunity to you know stand by Kaepernick as a league, you turned the other cheek. So th- that really, honestly, God, that turned me off again. It's like, oh, I forget why I don't really rock with the NFL like that anymore. But again, I'm a Falcons fan, so I gotta kind of like. At least invest part time to the NFL, but that that turned like uh, again. That just reminded me how much I like this kind of like ah. Uh, the NFL is just doesn't do it for me like that anymore. They're full of it, you know. I was I was watching it with my mom, and like I didn't want to use any profanity around, uh, you know, Mama Rice. So, uh, but they were they're full of it, and they had you know shame on them for using Kaepernick's image after all this. You know, it's, it's really to me it was really sleazy. Yeah, and it's kind of the, it's the same way with how we talked about with EA and bringing Kaepernick back, where it, it's it's almost like you you just you're backtracking against everything that you once said to save face, and it's it, it's awkward in a way. It's despicable. Very <laughs> it, despicable. It, it's it shouldn't it shouldn't be considered the band aid to make things right at it, this it, point. And so, like, it, to me, it's, okay, it was a little much. It was a little much. I'm, like, I'm not sure who, um, if it was uh, Chloe and uh, Haley's uh, decision to, to wear Breonna Taylor's shirt and um, George Floyd. I'm not sure. Or I'm not sure if who was in charge of that. I mean, which is fine. I, you know, I get it. It's fine. But, again, it just seemed a, a little over the top. Not, well, not, not over the top. I, I won't say over the top disingenuous from the NFL. Yeah. That's the word I want to use. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Disingenuous. And so that's why I was just like, all right, I'm kind of ready for the game. And so we get to like, we get past all that and like both teams come out and uh, are going to do like a a lock arm for unity. Peaceful. No, no, Mm -hmm. no, no political statement. Let's come together as a country and like unify. Mm -hmm. The minute they start doing that, Oh, here come the boo birds. And I was like, ain't this some ish? Yeah. I mean, it was loud. And by the way, there were people in the stadium, which I didn't realize 
there were going to be like fans in certain stadiums. I think there's only two stadiums that are going to have fans. And like Kansas City is one of them. And um, I believe Jacksonville mm-hmm. is doing fans. And so it was like, I think they said 17,000 people were at Arrowhead. Yeah, yeah. That How was 22% capacity, apparently, is what they were limiting themselves to. Um, how many like Arrowhead holds how many people? Fifty thousand? I wanna I wanna so say sixty maybe. I wanna say somewhere in the sixty range yeah, 60, is what Arrowhead holds. Arrowhead's Arrowhead. an older stadium, so it's an older stadium and it's a is an older stadium and it's a loud stadium. It's yes. Actually, it's actually oh, yeah. It's actually one of those stadiums where it's like I know people talk about Seattle a lot and like maybe the Superdome, but like Arrowhead when it's at its peak it is a tough place to play. You can't hear you can't hear over there, so but like seventeen thousand people, and I know seventeen thousand. I want to say like nine thousand of them were booing. Yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty distinct booing. There was yeah. no way you couldn't tell. Um, it went from booing to it went to a moment of silence. So it it was weird. Where it was like, all right, they started booing, and I felt like people were like out of realize, oh snap, we're booing, we're booing, and so they stopped, and then. It was a moment of silence, and then after the moment of silence, there was cheering. So it was a very weird um, reaction where they, first they started booing all at once, and then they kind of pulled back, and they were like they 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 were quiet for the moment of silence, and then they started cheering, and then immediately after that they started doing the tomahawk chop, which you know as a Braves fan that a team that no longer do the tomahawk chop, I was kind of like, hold up. You mean to tell me my my franchise had to stop doing the tomahawk chop? But these Bamas are still these fools just booed unity, and yet they're gonna do the tomahawk chop. I'm confused. I don't know. There's too much going on here. So y'all know. officially had to axe during the tomahawk chop. It, it's pretty much. It's pretty. No much, pun intended. It's, it's pretty much. Oh, the well, well played, Darius. Well played, well played, sir. Uh, it's it's a foregone conclusion at this point. It's mm-hmm. like. And you know, you know how I feel about it. He's like, I, I didn't see anything wrong with it. But when once, I mean, look here, I've been able to watch baseball games in the Braves without tomahawk chop. You know, yeah. granted, there's no fans, but we'll see when the actual fans how they, how they play it. We'll see how that works. You know, but you know, we'll 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 cross that bridge when it's when it's time. But it it was it was just really funny to see that. It was like. Well, not funny. It was just very much an eyebrow-raising situation. Because also, one thing about the NFL is, like, unlike the, the NBA, their demographic for the, the NFL is very much conservative. Uh, it's, a, it's like it's not like I wouldn't. I'll be surprised if we, we heard booing for for the locking of the arms. And I guess we will find out um, soon enough when other games pl- are played. Mm-hmm. As of this recording, we 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 don't know, but like I can't imagine a crowd in Atlanta booing the lock of arms, or maybe DC locking of arms. Hell, even maybe maybe even New York, maybe. But I don't know. The New mm. York fan, the New York fan base hey. is a little. Like when I and when when I say this, it's like it's not so much the fan base; it's the demographic in the seats I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like and that's and that's not, and that's very important when I how I'm describing it because the demographics at a New York Giants game in the demographic for like the New York Giants fan base is 
kind of different, you know. All right, it's very much different if you bring it down the demographic. Yeah. Uh, the demographic, like racially. Yeah, the demographic. The demographic at a Kansas City Chiefs game is vastly different than probably what you're going to see at a Washington football game. Yes. Right. Is the, the I'm following. Yeah. So, and, and it's going to be vastly different than they see at an Atlanta Falcons game. You know, it's like 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 it's going to it's going to be like literally night and day, but. <laughs> Um, or even the same same thing. So it's the same type of situation. So it's I would curious to see how this play out play out for the other teams. Um, but it just was a, it was a bad look for Missouri. It was a really bad look. It was like sir, it was like y'all on the, y'all boring unity. The country needs unity badly right now, and y'all y'all bums are so. Like you gotta stick up your behind and like don't realize what you're doing and y'all start booing, which is what y'all wanted to do, but then y'all they realize, oh snap, maybe we shouldn't be booing this and we possibly are being recorded, you know, could be being like film booing this segment. I don't wanna lose my job. I don't wanna get like, you know, blacklisted. So let's stop booing. It's it's, it's one of those things where they got they they finally they kinda like got caught and they stopped stopped themselves. Yeah, they really, but they really wanted to continue the boo. Yeah, what, like what you think? I have questions about how the lead up to it was because you know at that port at that point when they were about to start the lockup, did they announce anything in the stadium? I don't remember. It was you know it was last night, but I don't I don't remember. So I don't remember if they announced anything in the stadium to say now we're going to have a moment of silence for such and such such and such and. You know, I don't know what it looked like right before they all started lining up to lock up, but, and I don't want to make excuses. I don't want to say like they saw the Texans all gathering together and started booing the Texans, but it's possible, you know, you know, that, 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 it, it's, it's you possible. Know, that, that's, that's possible. You know, it's as a, a home pos- team of the defending champions, you know, I mean, you, you see the, you see the, the whole Texans lining up and you're like, oh, boo. We're the champs, boo. Uh, it, it's possible, it, it, but it's a stretch. But it's it's a stretch because I mean, Kansas City kind of lined up single file and locked arms, so you kind of figured that something getting ready to happen. And like the Texans, I think the Texans were a little bit late to like, late to the party, so like they were trying to gather. Mm-hmm. But it, it was a weird. It was just weird because because he saw freaking um um your boy um now I can't think of his name the two quarterbacks. Watson and Mahomes. Thank you. Uh, this has been a trend all night. I can't remember anybody's name. They lock arms and people will boo. Like, dude, they're not. They're not gay. They're not rival gang members. They're like you know, they're NFL players. You know, and it's like it's a sign of unity. Yeah. And so it, I, I found it very interesting that JJ Watt was like surprised at the booing. I was like JJ, I know, I know, you gotta say something to say something. Yeah. But don't, don't be that. Coy, you do, don't not don't be that silly and naive to say I don't get it. Why would everybody boo it? I'm surprised. No, you're not. You, you're you not. live in Texas. You live in Texas. <laughs> you know damn well what's it about. They let you know right off the break what they were about when they start booing. They, you know, someone tried to say maybe they're sick of all the you know the political stuff. It's not being political. It's not being it's, not. it's not being political because you know what political will indicate you you your your Politicizing, you're cheering for a, one or two parties. This is not it's not about being a conservative. It's not being about being a liberal. It's about 
be human. Mm-hmm. And that's all that particular uh, gesture meant. You know, the country is in bad shape. Anyone who's telling you is not aligned to you. And we just want peace and get to want, you know, you know, we just want to get things back to normal. And so, yeah. you know, hey, 9 11, hey, uh, 9 11 happened, you know, and look what happened. Like 9 11, it was a couple, like, you know, everybody came back together for 9 11. Okay. And, you know, 9 11 was just like yesterday. As of as of this recording, nine eleven is actually today, and so uh, you know we got to come together. And if you're just born because you're just tired of social, you know, it just shows that you don't care about. It wasn't about the flag. Is it wasn't about, and you just in your ways. You just you're stuck in your ways, and yeah. so and the only time you want you know you want to hear about you know. Black athletes, you know, is when they're playing or dribbling basketball or running football, and that's that's the disappointing part about it. It's surprising, it's disappointing but not surprising. Right? Yeah, disappointing but not surprising. Yeah. The uh, like I said, I don't want to make excuses for the Kansas City fans. The lead up to it could have been awkward enough to be misleading to what was about to happen, and then you know, once they realized what happened, that's why the booing dissipated. But regardless. It shows selfishness <laughs> because you follow that booing up immediately with cheering on your team scores a touchdown. <laughs> you know, it, it, it che- shows cheering, cheering your cheering your black par- players yeah. the and catching the football for a score. Right. It it shows ignorance in all of that for sure. So uh, I hope this isn't a, a trend that we start seeing once we start letting fans back into sports venues i hope it's not a, i hope it doesn't become a trend of the players do these things to show signs of unity and pockets of fans react the wrong way because in the stands that could lead to a lot of trouble that could lead to a lot of a lot of elbows being thrown a lot of trouble and then i mean players wise you got to imagine the players that stabs them right in the heart to hear their own fans boo, not because they sucked, <laughs> not because they played bad on the field or played bad on the court. You know, that happens. Sure. You get booed because you think sometimes they're going to get booed because they're showing signs of unity and signs of wanting this country to change and signs of wanting uh, racism to end and, and police brutality to end against, uh, against certain races. It, it, <laughs> That's got to be a stab in the back to have your fans boo you for those reasons and not because you sucked on the field or the court. Yeah, that's, you know, time, time will tell. That got to be really heartbreaking also. It's like if if Pat Mahomes came out and said, I was very disappointed in how the fans uh, react to that situation, I wonder what are the fans, are, is his fan base going to turn on him? I mean, it's, it's like, you know, and he's like the face of the league. You know, he's been anointed. He's like anointed the face of the league, and so you know it's 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 a lot. I know before we well, before we go get off the subject, I know Chris uh, Chris Collinsworth, who is, is never my favorite. He's never my favorite. You mean you don't think Chris Collinsworth is your favorite commentator? No he, way. Yeah, I haven't heard you say this before. <laughs> it's like I rather I rather listen to Kenny Albert on like I rather listen to Kenny Albert than listen to Chris Collinsworth, and that says a lot. 
I really, you know, so Kenny Albert, who has no neck, you know, he's just all head and like shoulders, head and shoulders, (laughs) head and shoulders. Uh, He was like, look here, I stand for the players and all that stuff, but like, come on, let's just get get the football. I was like, all right, well, we know where you stand also, but like, you didn't have to say that. Ooh, I I missed that part. Go, if if you can go back, he's like, if you can go back to that, that telecast, he says that. And it was like, you didn't have to say that. I was like, I mean, yeah, yeah. A lot of the stuff is like a little bit over the top and I get it, but you don't have to say like that because it comes off like, oh, you don't care about what's going on. Yeah. He said, he basically says, yeah, I, I, I stand by the players and what they, you know, you know, and what they decide to do, but let's, let's come on. Let's, enough of that already. Let's get to football, basically what he says. And so that, that can be, and I saw some people, I did see some people tweet about that um, that night. Um, and so, you know, it's 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 we'll see how the weekend plays out. But uh, I guess football's back one way or the other. Football is back. So since the last time we, a boy man, Chadwick, Chadwick, mm-hmm. you know, passed away. Black Panther. I'll tell you what, I was in the city. Um, I think last Friday. Two Fridays ago, and I was just looking on my phone because I think there was like protesting going on downtown. I heard like there was like a lot of commotion going on downtown, whatever. But I was looking through my phone, and like I'm on Facebook, and I saw like two of my friends post a article saying that Chadwick Boseman died of cancer, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, whatever. Because a lot of people post like fake news um, articles. And so it'd be like, instead of CNN.com, it'd be like CNNN.com. And so I was like, yeah, whatever. But when I looked for like the source, it said Vanity, Mag- um, Vanity Magazine, which is um, the publication for all of Hollywood. And I was like, oh my God. And like, it stopped me in my tracks. And it was like, I just remember a couple of months back where like, I think a picture po- popped up of him and he uh, looked really really thin and people were like oh the internet's a bunch of the internet is like just ruthless because people were just like mocking him and saying oh he's out of sick or he's, like, he's on drugs people even trying to say he had AIDS some people said he had COVID but like no one you know they was clowning this dude and they didn't know he was like you know had a terminal illness and so I mean it, it was crazy um I drove past um, Howard the next morning, and you know, you know, on Georgia Avenue, um, all the banners of all the famous Howard alums up in uh, on Georgia Avenue, mm-hmm. and so where his banner is, which is like right next to that McDonald's, there was like flowers wrapped around his on um, the light post. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Damn, this is just crazy, man!" Like twenty twenty has been like the most depressing year I've ever been a part of this part this far you know it's crazy Um, yeah i I think i was playing i think i I think i was on playstation or something with a couple of boys and um somebody posted in one of our group chats and yes it's it's exactly like you said when you see it you just kind of stop it's almost it's it's almost equivalent to kind of how you reacted to when kobe passed when you see that kind of news come across, 
your feed, your Twitter line, or, you know, somebody sends you a text message to break that to you. It, it, it's, it's kind of, it's a, it's a, it's a shocker. It, it stops you right in your tracks. You're just like, wait a minute, what? Oh, uh, especially somebody that young, you know, he was what, 43, um, yeah. with Holy so man. much more, with so much more to give to the world, you know, uh, not only in just his movies and television roles, um, you know, selfishly, obviously, we wanted, we wanted to see more out of him becoming one of the faces of Marvel as Black Panther, but he was a great person as well. You know, he used to do a lot of things for, for kids who were sick. Uh, there, I remember there was this video going around of him. He did an interview with, I think it was, one of, I want to say Sirius XM. It was probably with Sway or something. Yeah. yeah. And he they was they were talking about Black Panther and how he met with these terminally ill kids who were trying to basically, you know, they were so excited for the movie. They were holding on for their lives going through, you know, the process of, um, the process of dealing with cancer and it, it, it was kind of soul crushing watching him, watching him break down from that. It was really crazy, man. It's, it's, this is not the way that you want to see a rising star go like this. Especially, no, no, it's, super, yeah. it's super sad. Uh, I, so I remember I was sitting at the bar, you know, having some drinks and, uh, Everything was, was social distance, uh, but it was it was crazy because they said when I had you know I think I was like on Instagram or something. As a matter of fact, a friend that I was with, he was the one who had pulled it up. It's like, man, you you see this, and so you know as soon as I open it up, I see it as well. And but the way that twenty twenty has been going, <laughs> it, it was a shocker, but still at the same time. It was just like, well, this, this is 2020 for you, you know. And to, to go back to the point that you made uh, in reference to Kobe Bryant's death, uh, at least with, and I hate to like you know put it so at least with uh, Chadwick uh, Boseman, I think his was you know, I I, I guess what I'm trying, I guess his was was more peaceful than you know what, what Kobe's was, especially the of course, that, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. especially the fact he had his daughter with him, you know. Yeah, right. Other people, other people perish also. In, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I think I do think um, to go back to what Derek was talking about, like that uh, Sway interview, um, the fact that he he had he had colon cancer and he's telling that story about the kids who were trying to hang on to see Black Panther and they didn't make it and he he's like tearing up. It's like it's an emotional story because you know he meets these kids and they didn't they didn't you know they didn't make it. Yeah. But even more emotional knowing that he also had terminal yeah. cancer and they didn't make it and he knew exactly like he may have, he may have told those kids that he had yeah. it. Yeah. He may have told those kids because he didn't tell the thing is he didn't tell anybody something like inner circle, which <clears throat> kudos to those guys because they kept that seal tight. TMZ didn't get the, uh, get a hold of it, no one had got a hold of it, you know. And he, you know, he was, you know, kept it with his, like, you know, family and closest uh, friends. And they, like, you know, they respected his wishes and didn't say anything about it. That's incredible. Especially in the year 2020 where everybody trying to put their stuff out there. Everybody trying to chase it yep. out and all that, all that extra nonsense. And so it's, it's, it was really, like, you know, this heartbreaking to see uh, or to hear. 
um, it's, it's a little different from Kobe's because Kobe was like in an accident. He wasn't sick. He was perfectly healthy. Everybody was healthy. Yeah. Of course, right. yeah. So that was actually, you know, a, a tragedy. That, that was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, and so this is a little, it's a little different. Um, it's just still the, 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 the shock factor. The shock, the shock factor, yeah. Because believe me, I was stunned. I was like, what? You know, so it's crazy. Um, this whole year has been spent a mess. <laughs> but here's my question to y'all. So, because he did, he did Black Panther. And the thing is, we're not even talking about Black, we are, we've talked about Black Panther in the past and all that stuff. You know, I did a, you know, we did an episode called Way Back. Um, that movie meant so much to so many people. Uh, I, I, look here. I don't ever go to movies. People know this. I went to see Black Panther like four times. All right. You know, they took all my money. It's all like with several different audiences. And like, I mean, it was like a fantastic experience. And I think a lot of us were just kind of um, waiting for Black Panther 2. Now that, you know, the whole Marvel Universe with Endgame had like, you know, subsided and like, you know, Captain America and um, Iron Man are like no, no longer leading the, the team. A lot of people kind of assume that T'Challa was going to be the one running the Avengers uh, moving forward. And so now that he is, you know, they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do as far as like, do you do you kill off T'Challa? Do you recast T'Challa? I know a lot of people have been very uh, much like, no, you can't recast T'Challa because it would be a disrespect to him. I'm, on, I'm in the minority in this in this one situation because a lot of people say like just give it to Siri or his sister but the writing gotta be right. It gotta make sense that Siri gets it immediately after T'Challa. And if you don't have that writing correct, it won't make sense. And then Black Panther two can turn out to be like Cree two. I'm not sure if y'all saw Creed or not. The first Creed without Michael B. Jordan. I thought mm-hmm. that movie was, was written. I mean, that was also directed by um, oh, what's his name? Uh, I can't. He, he directed Black Panther. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So he wrote. He you know he took care of that. You know, and that was a fantastic movie, well written. Black uh, Creed Two was a different director. Wasn't as good. The writing was bad, in my opinion. So what I say is like, yeah, if you, you can give it to um, his sister, Siri, but it gotta be, that writing gotta be tight. It gotta make a lot of sense. And also like Black Panther is something that is passed down to each generation. So it's not, it's not so much that Siri can't be Black Panther. It just, it's just gotta be written correctly, if that makes sense. What do y'all think? Should he be, should T'Challa be recast or should they, you know, phase them out and bring in someone else to be Black Panther. It's, it's funny because uh, when we, uh, you know, was going over topics and earlier and uh, decided to talk about this exact portion, like I thought to myself, I'm, saying, I'm, I'm just sitting there thinking, I'm like, uh, is it too early, you know, for this uh, conversation? But, uh, I mean, because those are huge shoes to fill. And, uh, I mean, I do like where you're going as far as like, you know, maybe not like recasting him, but 
in a sense, in a way, like you said, like kind of just doing like a, it, would it be considered a spinoff or just, it's the same movie, but uh, would it be in the, the way kind of like how like Fast and the Ferris did it when Paul Walker died? Yeah, and that's 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 actually a good point. Um, that's such a really good point. When Paul Walker died, I I stopped watching after, once he died. He died ironically in a car accident. I was like, all right, I can't watch this anymore. But they, I mean, the thing is with that movie, like he was in most of that movie. He like he shot let's say like seventy percent of that movie. And so when he died, obviously they weren't finished shooting it, so they you know they had to you know kind of get someone else i think they got his brother to like do some like some of the shots yeah and so and then they they kind of phased them out in a in a very classy tasteful way right black panther hasn't that panther 2 hasn't been shot at all and yeah. so that's kind of like the problem with um that they are you know dealing with um i saw i saw that i uh, was his face amari hardrick aka ghost Ghost said he like I can be, I can be a uh, Black Panther. Can you imagine Ghost being Black Panther? <laughs> <laughs> can, you imagine, can you imagine Ghost with a generic African accent? Oh <laughs> He's God. like you know you know I, I like I was like look at he could be a villain because they they need some they need some Ooh. more. He could he actually they, would make a good villain now. I think about it. I don't know I'm who not, though. I have to I'm dig not, deep. To find what villain fits him best. Well, that's funny because I was thinking. I said if, if Michael B. Jordan wasn't the villain in that movie, I think that he would be someone that probably you know be able to fill his shoes. I mean, I did, not only, but yeah. I did see um, something that said like maybe they can bring him back to life, and he's a different person. Um, I forget how I forget how that works in like, the Marvel universe. I think it happened in Endgame, but. They can bring him back to life, and like he comes back different, and like on the side of like good. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of ways. To, again, the writing has to be tight because a lot of people will say automatically, yeah, this gives a series. She got to It'll be, it'll be very interesting if like the next movie you see her develop because she get, she has all the gadgets and all that stuff, but she's not really. You didn't really see her in like combat, like hand to hand combat. Like you saw T'Challa in hand to hand combat. Hell, you saw T'Challa in hand to hand come back in the movie um, Civil War. Right. And so that needs to be a natural progression. And so that's where I feel like, all right, maybe you cast T'Challa as much as it may not be popular by people just to like, be able to work or, or just to like, give a bridge from, from T'Challa to Suri. It just, the writing gotta be perfect because what we don't want is Black Panther two to suck and be a disappointment. That's what we don't want. So it needs. So the writing got to be spot on. It got to make sense moving forward. I, I, my thing is I don't see a problem necessarily with. I'm with you on as far as being in the minority. I don't see a problem with recasting because I think, I think Black Panther is important to the times that we're in right now, having that face that, uh, you know, a black face be a superhero in these times that we're currently in, where we're dealing with all these social injustice um, movement stuff right now. I, I think having a new Black Panther movie is, it would be important, especially for the Marvel universe where there aren't that many black superhero characters that are currently on screen right now, you know? 
and he was he was one of them. He was the prominent face of it. So recasting it, I don't see I don't see an issue with it in order to keep that movement going forward. But of course, you know, it comes with the caveat of doing it right, <laughs> and, and how you know, because for one, I don't know if if let's say they recast it and they bring in some new some new guy to, to take over as T'Challa, is it actually? them passing the torch to a new person uh or is it just he this new person steps in and he is the exact same character that Chadwick Boseman was I mean well it, so there's I mean, there's are, ways are, to go about it and, and, and it's interesting to see how they'll do that I'm not sure are, are we reading too much into this it, it, it's the thing I'm I'm asking now because you you gotta think about it uh remember Dark Knight and the uh Joker was played by Heath, Heath Ledger. Right. And he did an outstanding job. I, to, to me personally, I think that was the best Joker, you know, uh, character, you know, in, in, in my time, you know, from, from like, you know, people like, what's his name, Jack Nicholson, you know, to uh, Heath Ledger. But the Joker movie that came out last year, when they talked about it, they were saying, if they wanted to not, you know, I mean, it, this is it's still the Joker, but they want you to look at the Joker in a different eye. Yeah. And, you know, so, so my thing is like, so when you, when you reshoot this thing, because you, you you're not going to be able to, to, to replace, you know, what, uh, what chat with Bozeman brought to, to that character. So do you kind of like switch up the style of the character slightly? I mean, it's still going to be this, you know, the Black Panther. But, you know, that way you're not looking at it. You, you kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah, not really, yeah. I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. it, it, you know, initially when I said, when people said don't recast it, you know, a lot of it was based off emotion. Of course. But, but it's like, all right, you can, the child, look here. Bruce Wayne has been played by several different right. actors. All right. You know, depending on who you ask and depending on how old they are, you're like, who's your favorite um, Batman? Who's the best actor? Some people will say Michael Keaton. Now, some people even say, some people even go back to say Adam West from the TV show. You know, or um, of course, um, for the Nolan Batman, um, what's my man's name? For the Dark Knight. Um, Oh, Christian Bell. Yeah, Thank Christian you. Bell. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Please, please. <laughs> Tag me, brother. Um, so I knew that. People will be like, Christian Bell's the best Batman. So, like, yeah, you can recast the character of T'Challa. You know, just a lot of people. I, I know it, it just sucks because Black Panther was so good. It, it, it. It meant so many, so much to so many people. It was super successful, and he yeah. was the face of like he is Black Panther. Right. So like no matter what, like my mom used to watch the Jane Bond films back in the day, and she was like, yeah, all these different like Pierce Brosnan, he's cool and everything, you know, Roger Moore's cool, but like for her in her generation, 007 is Sean Connery, and it'll always be right. Sean Connery. So Chadwick Boseman will always be Black Panther, and so it's not. It was not the worst thing if they had to recast it. It's 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 tough. It's really tough. You can say that for a lot of like the the Marvel heroes right now. You, if they ever recasted Captain America 
you know, our generation is always going to be like, well, I mean, Chris Evans is Captain. Chris Evans, yeah. 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 If they ever recasted Iron Man, we're always going to be like, well, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Right, right. Yeah. So, so I get that. So, I, that's what I'm saying. So that's kind of how I see it. So I personally think that Siri should be Black Panther, but I think it may be in the third movie. I don't think in the second movie. I think I think it will be better if they just find someone to take over. Um, I know someone said John Boyega would be perfect, which he would, but he kind of like, you know, got into it with Disney over um, Star Wars and his character. So I think, I think those, I think that bridge has been burnt as far as like with him and Disney at the moment. Uh, if, if you don't know, like, you know, his character was such a big character in like the first Star Wars movie. And then like, as like the series kept, continued, he became less and less of a um, factor in the movie. Mm-hmm. He, he, oh, he became a, he kept, became a side character when he was like one of the stars of the first movie. Yeah. So I think that was kind of his, you know, his gripe with the movie, which is one of my gripes with the movie. So I don't know. I don't know. Some, I know some people said like Denzel Washington's son could be a good uh, T'Challa. Yeah, exactly. There, there is no doubt. There's great candidates out there. There's a, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good candidates out there, and I just think, um, I just think they should recast them, you know, somehow. So, I don't know. We'll see how this plays out moving forward. You do. I do know that the side story where I, I'm not sure if it's T'Challa necessarily. But I know he's he's supposed to like get married to Storm from X Men. That's pretty cool. That's a that's a long ways away in the Marvel movie universe if that is to ever happen. So, but it's, but it's something. It's, but I tell you what, it is something where, um, and I'm not, you know, I'm not in like comics, into comics and all that stuff. But that is something that I was kind of like curious to see how that will play out. Oh yeah, definitely. So, um, like I said, I still think they should recast them. I know I'm in a minority, but um, you know, if you if you feel otherwise, you know, hit us in those DMs, you know, on the Yap account, on social media. Want to get? Well, actually, we do want to hear your opinion. But yeah, like I said earlier, um, just as we wrap things up, we're gonna have a big announcement coming up fairly soon about a new platform we're gonna be on. So stay tuned to that. Follow us on social media. If you follow me, you follow me personally that Bredelos on Twitter and on IG. You follow the account, uh, Yes Another Podcast on Twitter, Yes Another Pod, and on IG, Yes Another Podcast. And of course, you can email us at yesanotherpodcast at gmail.com. Because uh, we do have an announcement coming up and you know, we're really excited for it. You know, the show's still going to be the same. You know, we're gonna be, you know, we're going to have a little different flair to it. So season five is going to be good. I can tell you that right now. Season five is going to be real good. Real, real good. So. Yes, indeed. Derek, where can they follow you at? They can follow me at the underscore game 836 on Twitter, on Instagram, on Twitch, and on YouTube. Breaker. Straight to the point. Breaker, breaker, one nine on Instagram. All right. So again, thank you for hanging out with us for season four. We really appreciate the followers. We appreciate the love. And uh, until next time, you know, we out. Peace.